Hello, and welcome to episode 66 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les James, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. This week, Sean and I are discussing the topic of people's attitudes, especially in the workplace. So with that, let's go ahead and start the show. Sean, how's it going today? I am doing fine. Uh, I had the uh, pleasure of having Sean in town this past weekend, and we did some mountain biking, which was which was very fun. As everyone knows, that's one of uh, one of our hobbies. It was a great time. So, Thanks for uh, on your bike. It was good. Yeah, we uh, we got the ride in before the the weather hit, and all kinds of catastrophes had happened out in East yeah, Texas. Put our, our thoughts and prayers with the people with uh, Canton and, and I'm uh, telling you, I think uh, even up into Missouri, there were some people that, that passed away. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of damage, and boy, it's just amazing how Mother Nature can come along and just whack you, just whack you hard. So, because Mother Nature has got an attitude. <laughs> hey, very nice segue, Les. Getting us, getting us like on the topic today. Yeah. So our topic today is is on attitude. So attitude in the workplace. Uh, but really, this can be attitude anywhere. I mean, it's really good to have a good, solid emotional intelligence is the buzzword that you hear a lot. And we're not going to go into the whole concepts of emotional intelligence, but we wanted to kind of stick with the topic of, of just attitude in general and mainly a good attitude. You know, and, and we're going to stick to the workplace, but of course, this can be um, extrapolated into, of course, anything you do in a daily business. Just, it's just generally called being a, a well, good yeah, person. And I, and I think uh, <laughs> leadership skills drives one to to overcome poor attitudes with good attitudes, and that's where I would like to I, I'd yeah. like to focus on. Um, so. I th- well, I was going to add, well, I think the, the reason we're kind of wanting to talk about this a little bit is because, especially if your company is in the, in the middle of trying to change its culture or trying to um, uh, change the way the business is seen or heard or dealt with, I think having a, a positive outlook in almost everything you do is so key to supporting any sort of cultural change. Uh, that you yeah. may need. It's it's, um, it's the fuel and, in in my book. In my book, it is the fuel to to drive the energy towards that goal that has been set. So yeah. So if you look at this from the flip side of a bad attitude, uh, it's pretty easy to f- kind of figure out why a, a bad attitude in the workplace is going to be problematic and all over the place. And in my mind, there's different levels of a bad attitude. A bad attitude could be simply things such as as saying things inappropriately or saying things with a negative connotation or writing an email that just has a small jab in it. Um, you know, those types of things all the way up to just being an abusive yeah. person. So I think that's the two bookends on the bad side. And we're not, we don't want to stick to the bad side too much here today. Uh, we want to kind of focus on the good, but I at least wanted to book out the, the, right. the well, bad and, side. And I guess what I try to do now is look at when somebody has a bad attitude, what is the reason? What's the reason for that bad attitude? Because I think 
I think if someone if someone comes back to a situation with a negative attitude, with a negative uh, impression or comments or things like that, is it because they don't really understand what needs to be done? Do they do they mm-hmm. do they not know how to do what is being asked of them? Um, do they right. think that that something else is more important than what they're being asked? So they're negative on on you know this new scheme on the new change. So I think I think based on how the the negative attitude is coming back to you as the leader, you need to interpret that as to what could be the root cause here. We'll go back to a, a quality statement. What exactly is, <laughs> what is the root cause of that negative attitude? Um, you know, is the person, is the person no, not wanna, be- just not want to do that, you know, and, and for whatever reason, you, you right. have to find that out. And, uh, you know, you have certain people for certain applications and jobs, and if, if, if they're not the one that can get it done, the way you need it done, then you know what? You might have to change players. Well, let's be clear here that uh, we're not only talking about bad attitude of subordinates, but it could be bad attitudes of any sort of leadership. leadership. Yeah. It, it can be go, going both directions. There might be times where you as a frontline employee need to have a good attitude because your boss may have – uh, an attitude that's not positive. So you have to kind of manage, you know, they call that managing up. Um, and uh, you kind of have to use some tools that work that direction too, because the bad attitudes can both well, go I both directions. The, tool, yeah, the main tool is to understand why is that attitude there. So you never know if, if you do have right. a superior with what comes across as a bad attitude, you, you just might have to say, is it a bad day? Is are the financials not, uh, where they're supposed to be, right. and next thing you know, this this person's getting a lot of pressure on top of them. So, so as so as a leader, though, as a leader, uh, does the leader have the responsibility to always have a good attitude, yes. no matter what? Yes, yes. I would There's agree. No when you I walk out of your office in front of the the team, the people that you you are there to lead, you have to you have to have uh-huh. the confidence and the the uh, I mean we're going to use the word attitude a bazillion times here. So, but, but the air about yeah. you, get used to it, people. The air about you that is positive because because the only direction that you want the company and your team to go is in a positive direction, right? Right. So That's you correct. have to you have to present that if if you are not feeling well and you don't and you're you're for some reason down, then you need to go and clean clean your head out. Um, calm yourself and figure out how to go back out there and lead the team towards what you need to. Well, and to realize you're paid to suck it up. Yeah, well, but it's, it's not just... <laughs> I mean, I hate that. that's kind of a sterile way of putting it, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as a leader, you're most likely paid a good amount of money. Um, it's time to buck up a little bit, buddy, and and put on that good face. You know, and here's the analogy I love to use. So, have you ever seen the movie? I believe it's U five seventy one. It's about the su- the submarine, um, and there you know there's all kinds of problems on it or whatever. But there's one scene in there where a guy has to take over being a captain, and his first mate or his I don't know the the marine ranks. The executive officer. <laughs> executive officer. Yeah, keep killing me here, Smalls. I know you you're in the Marines, right, or the oh Navy, or whatever. <laughs> so, but 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 here's my point. At, at one point in that movie, 
that leader starts to fall apart, and he falls apart in front of his men, and that XO, um, the executive officer, yes. the XO, yeah, the XO pulls him aside and goes, "You can't do that." You have no right to do that. You can't do that at all. You have to keep a good face no matter what. These guys are scared. They're in danger. You have got to be the person that helps keep their spirits up and always moving forward and keep it positive. Because if you don't, then all is lost. You know. So I, I love that scene in that movie where he literally just smacks the crap out of him and says, dude. You can't do that. <laughs> I mean, here's the XO smacking the, the, the chief of the... Commanding officer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, commanding officer. You know, hey, quit. <laughs> I was not in the military. <laughs> you know, and here he is smacking him over the head going, what are you doing? That's the same analogy. What I would like to I say mean, is that the reason you do that, I always like to go back to the reasons. Is it's not doing it because you put on a fake face. You don't want to put off a false front. You've got to figure out the path to the answer. That's why. That's why you need to. Yeah. You need to put on that good face because you just can't go out there and say, "I don't know what to do." Okay. No. No. Okay. Now, At you, all. and you can't fake anybody out by by um, if you don't know what if you don't know what to say. All the answers. Yeah. To do then it's fine. It's fine to say, "Listen, this is where we are, and this is where we have to be, and we have to figure out how to get there." But it would be it would be yes. best if. If you and your team can figure that out before you go and and confront or, or be in front of the team that you're leading, especially now we're not on a submarine in our normal offices and we're not going to sink to test depth and crush crush depth. Right, we're not going to crush it pressure so, or anything. So you, know? have time. you may feel like you're under pressure, right, but, but there's always time. <laughs> and one thing that I learned talking about emotional intelligence, and, and I would love to get deeper into it, and, and that's what we'll do is we'll prepare you know, where the resources are and things like that for a real yeah, for emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence but yeah. I had a coach one time and he would always tell me that we are, we are uh, rational beings. No, I'm sorry. We are emotional beings first. I would get that backwards. We are, we are emotional That's beings correct. first. Okay. We are rational beings yes. second. And so, so yes. what happens is your amygdala, the part of your brain gets hijacked based on triggering events and the things that irritate you, the things that bug you, the pressures that you are under might trigger you to become more emotional than rational. And and driving and driving right. a team emotionally is not the best way to go. I you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna be no. you know be melodramatic here and say it's catastrophic or whatever, but but driving driving a situation by emotion is the outcome will be less predictable and effective than if you do it more rationally. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, I would agree. So then, what? Let's flip to the other side. We've talked about bad quite a bit. We we said we weren't going to stay on bad too long. Let's <laughs> let's flip to good here. So, uh, really, what 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 does good look like, and what can leaders do to kind of make sure they are presenting themselves in a way that is positive and is respected and is looked up to and shows good leadership skills? Oh, I think the first thing is always. Moving forward, we've talked about moving forward, but but moving the, for, the conversation forward in any situation. Um, one one another couple of tools and tricks that I've that I've learned is when when people are coming to you with ideas or situations, 
using terms like however and but when you're responding to them is is a is not a good way to receive their information. So what I'm trying to say is by you having a positive moving forward attitude does not um, necessarily mean you need to you need to say, hey, your idea is good, but and you know give your give your position on the uh, on the topic. You know, you, you always you always want to okay. you always want to take their information and move it forward, and then you will you will be seen as someone that is well versed at receiving information, but then taking it and using it as part of the formula for whatever the answer is going to be. Very nice. That's a good. Uh, I think that's a very good tip. I think that's something that all of us can practice at. You know, and, and that's the thing with emotional intelligence; they are skills to be practiced. Okay, so yes. so you can you can yeah. learn, and believe me, I have learned <laughs> how to how to not, or at least minimize my amygdala getting hijacked and taking a deep breath. The thing the thing that uh, that helps in many situations when the attitudes can be turned when when there is stress is to take a deep breath. I, uh, here's an, mm-hmm. here's something that I used to do, and it seemed to work when I coached my boys playing baseball and they would be on the pitcher's mound and it would be a stressful situation with runners on base. And I would just tell them, get on, get on the mound and just take a deep breath before you threw every pitch, you would take a deep breath mm-hmm. and relax. Yep. And by relaxing, by relaxing, yep. you're allowing the blood to flow to the brain so that you can think. Because the thing is, if, because if get you're, nuts. and I will get too much into the physiology, because if, if you are uh, excited well, your blood, where's it going to go? It's going to go to the muscles because we have the fight or flight mentality. So if you are, if you are, if you are right. excited, then the blood's going to probably go to your muscles and it's not going to go to your brain. Right. And you're no exactly. longer thinking now. Exactly. You're just doing. Yeah. So um, from, a, from a good standpoint, and we need to realize that, that, that good attitudes – need to happen at all levels of the organization. You know, whether you're a front-line front employee, whether you're a, a supervisor, a manager, or you're a, you know, C-leader, uh, that those those attitudes are important all the way through that. So we talked about at the beginning of this, you know, how you can change uh, the culture in your organization. If you've got attitudes that are solid, good, strong, not you mentioned this a little bit ago, not that we're saying you should all be right. mousy or, you know, not willing to work on anything. It's, it's the fact of the intelligence of how you're handling the situation and you're not blowing up. You're not, uh, making digs, pokes. You're constantly, um, evolving the conversation. Is that a good yeah, way of putting it? Evolving the conversation. You know, I think the reason, the yeah. reason that I always, get uh, perplexed let me put it that way with people with bad attitudes is is what's what's the reason to have a bad attitude I think I think you can you can get up in the morning with a good attitude about the things that you're supposed to do that's another thing that I, I remember hearing is that the only thing that you can control when you get up in the morning is your attitude you can't control the weather you can't control the traffic you can't control but you can control your attitude about it and, and by having a yes. positive outlook on whatever falls in front of you or whatever confronts you, if you, if you have a positive out, outlook about that, then I think you will, you will be more effective 
at coming to conclusions and, and results. Right. So one of the things you had brought up at the beginning of this conversation, and we're all actually outside of the conversation, was we stumbled across this topic as you were looking at lists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my, yeah, here's my Jerry Seinfeld. I was going to, I was going to bring into this and what is the deal with lists? Everything, it seems everything you read on LinkedIn and all of these, you know, management uh, articles and things like that. It's the top 10 reasons for this, top 10 reasons for that. And one of So did you run, you ran across one that talked about attitude and well, had a was, list of, it was a list of, was, of uh, successful people's, you know, most uh, used attributes or something like that. And one of them was, you know, having a good positive attitude. And that's, and, and I saw that okay. as, as a, a good topic because you run into people in your own organization. And like you said, outside, maybe at the store um, or just in traffic or whatever, you can tell people have a bad attitude. So by being a, by being a person that always thinks about having a good attitude, um, you will be driven more according to these lists, you, you, you have a higher chance of being a successful individual. Now, of course, there's, you know, nine other things on the list of 10 and there's 10 lists of 10, you know, so sure. everything, everything's a list, but uh, I don't know. I like, I like lists and we talk about lists and checklists and everything like that. You know, you know, you know, you know where you stand when you're reading a list. Yeah, that's right. There's not a lot of muck in between. Yeah, you know, because I think some of these books that we read, you know, there sure is a whole lot of fluff in there. Uh, you know, one of the things I was going to um, um, ask you about now, it just kind of flew away. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> take a deep breath. Um, take a deep breath. Try and try and find your uh, your thought process. Um, All right. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll I can't we'll think just, of it. We'll just carry on. So. Um, the point of, of us discussing this is to let everyone know that does listen to this that, you know, th th this is a topic a uh, that we all face. Everybody faces it every day. How do you yeah. how do you handle it? Do you combat a bad attitude with a bad attitude? And, and I think people and the, and the reason behind these bad attitudes, um, they want to drag you down into that muck. And I would I would always tell yes. my colleagues, my peers and my kids don't get dragged down into the, the area that puts you at a disadvantage. I think you are always at an advantage if you were thinking of how to do things better, um, how, how, to, yep. how to get over that wall, okay? I mean, that's, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm almost flustered to, to think why people are so reserved and pulled back when there is a task to accomplish that they would rather give up or, or fall back to the lowest potential energy, you know, sitting still at the bottom yes. of the pile than, than, than generating yeah. some kinetic energy and, you know, taking the hill. There's a lot of, a lot of military references yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree with you. You know, I think that, uh, uh, you know, there's, I, I think that that's why they use the bigger picture of emotional intelligence because there is, there is an intelligence aspect to why something like this is so important. And at the end of the day, it's a decision that you internally have to make and you have to decide I'm going to do good today. I'm going to be a good person today and I'm going to try to move things forward right. today. And when this, you know, comes and it, and if you wake up, if you wake up and you have that attitude every day, you can't help but 
do good things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you are absolutely. then prepared when something does come across your your desk. You know, somebody comes and they do try to trip you up with you know a bad attitude or a big problem. You are prepared mm-hmm. based on the planning of your day as to how you want to conduct your day in in addressing right. the situation so that uh, you know you don't you don't lose control. I remember what I was going to okay, say. Okay, we stalled long enough. Yeah, it was stalled long enough. Got the blood to my head. <laughs> um, uh, no, now I forgot. No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> this is one of the reasons why you and I started having these conversations was the mentoring aspect and helping each other solve problems and have better positive answers to problems that we were seeing throughout our different careers. And it morphed into this this podcast, I think that's something that everybody should have an avenue for is some sort of mentor or, or coworker relationship. Uh, because we're all still, like you said, uh, emotional human beings. We have bad days and we, and, and as much as we'd like to sit here and say, you should have every day as perfect as possible with no problems. And you're going to, you know, f- you know, fight off all the evil evils that come at you. There's times when there's a reason that psychiatrists right. exist, you know, and, and sometimes you need a coworker or a friend to be able to say, look, what do you think is the best way to handle this situation? You know, I first wanted to just kind of you know, punch the person. Okay, no, calm down. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it would be best if you did this. Yeah, you're right. You know, and being able to talk through that and let off a little bit of discussion back and forth, I think is so healthy. So, you know, people out there, if they can find somebody that they can, you know, talk with and, and work through certain things and, and share those types of things, make it a two-way street, let that person talk to you, you talk to that person. It's so valuable. I mean, because, you know, the relationship you and I have has been, at least for me, has been hugely valuable to me. It's getting getting a different Um, perspective. You don't don't necessarily want to to talk with somebody that is going to, um, you know, agree with you in every aspect and then just sit and complain about the same thing you're complaining about. you You don't need... You don't right. need that type of uh, additive aggravation. You you need you need someone yeah. that is is going to um, ask the right questions, ask the right questions on why yep. you you know why you feel that way and, and what can be done to change the situation. You know, make things better. So, so, so yep, you know, I would talk agree. About what can be done to make things better? So, if you do have someone that's got an attitude contrary to what the team needs or the team needs to show, you know, how do you how do you you know, address it. Okay. Talk, needless to say, talking to people and finding out what the uh, underlying cause is for the resistance. I mean, you know, that attitude can just right. be can just be resistance. And we know from our little uh, work pyramid there that that you know you got the you got forty percent of the people that are in the middle. You know, that'll do anything you want. You have twenty percent of the people. Well, no, what is the number? Sixty percent of the people are in the middle. Do whatever you want. 10% of the people are the hard chargers, you know, and then you have the other 30% are down at the bottom that are going to be resistors. So you're going to have resistors right. no matter where you, no matter where you go. So you have to figure out how to, how to get them at least to pull their weight. Right. Yeah. I think that, uh, um, I think at the end of all of this, when you talk about having a positive attitude and then the bigger picture of emotional intelligence, it really just takes 
a concerted uh, uh, effort um, and practice to to doing it correctly. I think if if I had to think of you know a one liner that kind of summed this session up, it would be concerted effort and practicing daily. Exactly. You know, uh, is really the only way to right. get better. And, 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 and a positive you know, so. attitude is contagious. A positive attitude is contagious. Yes. So, so one person, especially yes. a leader in the in the group with a positive attitude, will definitely bring along a multiplier effect of, of mm-hmm. attitude and energy from the rest of your team. Um, Good point. So. Good point. So I think that uh, I think you know we wanted to touch on on attitude uh, just because you know it's something important to the organization, but it's really a subset of I think a, a topic that we want to address later on, which is the emotional intelligence, which has a bigger, broader, uh, more as, even more aspect to it. But I think I think attitude is a is a big piece of that, and and it's important to any organization that wants to wants to do better in any particular person that wants to do yeah. better you know because yeah the, so. the attitude if i can just kind of even draw another little parallel becomes the personality of the group right and so you want to look at your yeah. company your organization your department or whatever is what is its personality and is the personality one of a old curmudgeon or is the, or is the personality <laughs> of you know somebody that uh is looking to win the gold medal Curmudgeon. Is that one of those no, Irish words? Irish word. Curmudgeon. That's a great word. I love curmudgeon. I don't even know what a curmudgeon is. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to touch on as far as attitude goes? We covered quite a bit there. i got a good attitude about this. <laughs> I agree. Well, we'll, go ahead and <laughs> we'll go ahead and end it right there. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man versus Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week. Mm -hmm.